Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. All views expressed by speakers on The Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on The Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. BeamPod is presented by DowMaker, the top crypto launchpad in the industry. DowMaker allows people to participate in top crypto projects before they launch and generate some of the best returns you can find anywhere. They also provide growth solutions for crypto projects that are looking for funding and assistance with marketing. With their revolutionary new public strongholder offerings, everyone can get early access to top crypto projects regardless of their net worth. DowMaker is rapidly disrupting the venture capital industry. If you're interested, head over to DowMaker.com to learn more. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today we're going to be talking about Super Bowl stocks and crypto. This is exciting stuff. We got the Super Bowl just around the corner. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be watching very intently. Oh yeah, I th- well, the Super Bowl, it's, it's a main stage obviously for football, but for advertisers and companies that want to get their projects in front of an audience of 100 million or more, right? Right. So it's, it's important to talk about, one, which companies are going to be advertising um, and which companies are just involved in the, in the Super Bowl and the game and the, the atmosphere in general, right? Because they can, they can basically introduce a new brand to a huge market and potentially see a pump. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> watching the Super Bowl, usually a lot of people will tune in just for the commercials alone because that's where all the ad spend comes in. For sure. And they put so much production value. You're not watching the same shitty commercial that you've seen all year on on the regular sunday football days they're these are brand new like some of them are like two minutes long too they're great they're like mini movies they're great and i think you know doing research about this and you know obviously being a huge sports fan you always hear about as you said the super bowl ads and from a marketing perspective they view super bowl ads as basically its own thing they think that super bowl ads have a particular value that normal tv ads or facebook ads or instagram ads do not have because as you said, people are watching for the ads. So yep. if they knock those ads out of the park, there's a big, big thing. time yeah. value for the brands. Who do you have winning the game? Let's talk about that at the end. <laughs> Let's talk about that at the end. <laughs> we'll save our Super Bowl picks to the end of the episode. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I like that. Um, <laughs> but just just back about like the marketing of the Super Bowl. Yeah. So some of the things that I actually read like this huge marketing research paper about this, and they say in particular. Young brands, riskier brands, have a huge opportunity to introduce themselves to uh, potential customers and investors at the Super Bowl because people watch the ads much more intently. So, for example, maybe it's a crypto company or it's a gambling company, a new gambling company that people don't know about. For them to spend that money on a Super Bowl ad is is big. But if if we're talking about a stalker or crypto that's going to see a pump after the Super Bowl, it's the young ones, it's the new ones that, you know, we think they're, they're companies that everyone knows, but really they're new companies. So the Super Bowl is a stage for new brands yep. to go mainstream. Right. So there's a few interesting names that we should talk about today. So crypto is definitely hot as of light. You know, there's a lot of people are still not in the space, you know, something like 10% of Americans are involved in crypto. So I would anticipate we're going to see some crypto.com ads. Maybe some FTX ads. It's the crypto bull. People are calling it the crypto bull. Yeah. So I think we're going to see some see some of that. So 
you could look to Coinbase as a stock, for example, that's going to get some for sure. major exposure. Yeah. Um, you could look to crypt- crypto.com, crypto.com. But the reason I say Coinbase is because I don't think they're actually advertising at the Super Bowl. I think it's crypto.com that is. Right. And I read this really interesting article. And, you know, when you pop on to, into, onto your Apple uh, App Store or whatever, when you go on there and let's say crypto.com has spent all the money for the advertising and then you pop on and then you can see Coinbase right below it, but it has more downloads and better ratings. Mm. Which one are you going to download? Coinbase will actually be above it. Yeah. Right? So yeah, it's exactly. Well, well crypto.com is also, that's the other interesting thing. They've paid to be at the top. The promoted download yeah, app. Yeah, the promoted yeah, yeah. download. So it's just funny that crypto.com is spending the money. You're going to go on there and then you're going to say, well, what's this other crypto app that has better better ratings yeah. and more downloads? For sure. So it's, you know, advertising, you know, by association. Mm. So Coinbase as a stock could see a pump. Really all cryptos, you know, if crypto, there's going to be so many crypto ads. Um, FTX is going to be doing a bunch of ads. You know, that's a token you could look at, the FTX token. Yep. Crypto.com is going to be doing a bunch of ads. Look at the Crypto.com token. We've both talked about the Crypto.com CRO token. I think it's in a great spot right now. Saw a huge pump in earlier, I think last year. Now it's come way down. Those guys are the marketing kings. Yeah. They're sponsoring everything. The stadiums, the athletes, LeBron James. Like it's, That's huge. Their, their spend is unbelievable. Mm. They've also got their own layer one blockchain coming out or it's launched. It's, it, the ecosystem is growing, the Kronos network. Um, so yeah, crypto.com, definitely one to watch. So we can also maybe look to the stadium that they're playing in. Hold on. I, one more thing about crypto. Okay, sure, yeah. So this is interesting. So as you said, Coinbase isn't advertising, but crypto.com, FTX, and BitBuy are. Yeah. Um, but one thing I saw was Binance, because Binance isn't advertising, they paid Jimmy Butler to do like a, a video, a Twitter ad, or like, you know, Instagram, whatever. What Jimmy Butler says is, you're going to see a lot of people advertising for crypto at the Super Bowl, but don't believe what everyone says because people might not know what they're talking about. Always do your own research. Always do your own research on what the best exchange really is. And that's a Binance ad. So wow. Binance is throwing shade <laughs> at the people that are advertising the Super Bowl because Binance doesn't do a whole lot of advertising like that. They're not partnerships. They don't have LeBron James. You know what I mean? They're kind of just, they're the biggest exchange. Right. So they knew that they weren't advertising the Super Bowl. So they paid Jimmy Butler big NBA athlete it, yeah. to kind of throw shade being like, these guys have to pay for ads. But when you do your research, we're the best. So I really like that. It's funny. It's, well, Binance, they have the perfect name. Like so many projects are built on the Binance smart chain. They almost yep. don't have to advertise because their name is tossed around all the time anyways. Yep, for sure. Right. It's so. a big one. So um, yeah, no, back to what you just said. SoFi. Yeah. The stadium they're playing in. Yep. Right. So SoFi is an all in one tech company for uh, financial services. I think, you know, looking at that, that's huge exposure. Right. And um, <clears throat> SoFi, they they sponsor the stadium that the Super Bowl is being held yes, in, which is yeah. the Ram Stadium. Yeah. Um, they actually have a really interesting platform. It's basically finances aimed at the younger generation. Perfect for the Super Bowl audience, right? Mm. They do things like student loan refinancing, mortgage, personal loans, investing, crypto, and banking, yeah. right? And it's, it's social, social finance. So it's, fun it's easy it's geared at the younger generation perfect for the super bowl and they have i think i was reading something they have uh like four million different products as well wow they have a lot of products um so looking at some of their numbers from the recent report 35 percent increase in membership uh quarter over quarter and 95 percent year over year so they're showing some really good growth 
Nice. Um, 28% increase in revenue. Um, yeah, like I said, they doubled the number of products to $4.3 million. And Morgan Stanley gives them a price target of $25, which is a double up from its current price. Yeah, huge. And if you think about it, $100 million more or people are going to be tuning into the game. Not only does SoFi sponsor the stadium, they are going to be running ads during the program. So, you know, a lot of people have never heard of SoFi. Like, wow, this company sponsored the stadium. This company is running ads. Maybe I should download the app. Boom, you get new customers. People are using it. People invest in the stock. Could be a domino effect. I think SoFi is definitely one to watch. You mentioned the student loans. With COVID and lack of people going into, you know, the normal education system, they lost something like half of the, that volume. Right. And they're still showing significant significant growth. Interesting. So I, I think that's a good metric to be watching. For sure. And, you know, like most tech stocks, it's been extremely beaten down lately. So I think SoFi would be one to put on your Super Bowl watch list. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I'll be looking out for them and looking out for Coinbase there. For sure. Um, other sectors I want to look at, obviously, fantasy sports and gambling. Mm, first so, of all, yeah. <laughs> like, who doesn't love in? a good Super Bowl gamble, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, so uh, DraftKings. DraftKings has been crushed. Their yeah, stock has just been beaten down. I still think it's one of the futures, one of the future platforms that will dominate sports betting and gambling as a whole. Everyone loves it. It is a great, easy to use platform for peer-to-peer sports betting, fantasy sports gambling, all that kind of good stuff. I think they see a you know they see a massive influx during football season and during the Super Bowl for sure. It's just an opportunity for them to gain more customers, right? So I think that's a great one. Sometimes I think the NFL is only set up for fantasy sports and gambling <laughs> like that's sure. it's like it has nothing to do sports are set up nothing to do with winning or it's just all right how are we going to feed the gamblers so they're, they're going to be running an ad as well DraftKings, ha- yeah they have an actual ad for sure yeah so like i think they've got a really well produced ad coming up um so the combination of the natural link between the super bowl yeah. and gambling and sports stocks plus them having a great brand plus them running an ad i think the DraftKings stock could potentially see a short-term bounce there's other sports gambling stocks too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just on the topic of the gambling here, legal sports betting expected to surpass $1 billion on the Super Bowl. Damn. That's a lot of freaking money, man. A billion dollars just on the one game. You can bet on... That's crazy. Is the coin toss, heads or tails? Yeah, yeah. What color is the shirt of the person singing the national anthem? I've got a good pick for that one too. <laughs> Save to the end of the episode. And sports betting is legal in 30 states. So when we're looking at these betting apps and these different platforms like DraftKings, you can anticipate that over time, there's going to be another 20 some odd states added to their list right. to, to grow revenue. And they're going to demonstrate that growth. Right. So I think I like it. Yeah. Um, New York state legalized gambling. Okay. That's a big one. Huge one. $150 million in bets on the first weekend. Damn. Right. Like, so these states are going to start catching on and eventually passing the bills to allow this to occur. Think of all the the gambling tax revenue. They're expecting a quarter of a billion dollars in revenue, tax revenue alone from gambling. Wow. uh, This year. So significant. Yeah. Other sports gambling stocks, I would say. Penn. Penn Barstool Sports has Barstool betting. I mean, Vegas betting stocks, like, you know, people are going to the hotels, Super Bowl weekend, getting exposure. You never know. Just wants to look at it in the sector because we are, I would say, I am bullish on sports betting and gambling as a whole. Yeah. It's being legalized, as you said, around the world. The platforms are finally making it easy to use. We were just talking about this where it used to be archaic. You used to have to go to the store to gamble. <laughs> now it's all from your phone. It's fun. There's integrations with the actual leagues. You know what I mean? The leagues are embracing gambling. You watch like a football game or a basketball game. They have little pop-ups 
what will the, you know, yeah. over under for the second half, right. go to DraftKings. Like this is becoming a worldwide phenomenon. So I think if you find the leaders in the space, DraftKings, Penn, and if you look at the casinos, you know, MGM or Las Vegas Sands, like those kind of ones, that would be kind of my pitch from that sector. Yeah. So t- just uh, two other ones that kind of tie into that space. They're not directly related to uh, betting on the sport itself, but they are a form of gambling just to kind of stay close to this sector. Um, I got Boyd Gaming, BYD. Uh, they own and operate gaming properties in 10 states. Okay. Fourth quarter revenue up 40%. The revenue has gone from $2.2 billion to $3.4 billion. Right. It's a massive spike. Net income, this is where it gets interesting. Uh, year previous, $134 million loss. This year, $463 million net profit. Wow, net huge income. turnaround. Yeah. Huge turnaround. So massive. Uh, another one I like is gambling.com. Pretty relatively new they ipo'd in july never heard of it yeah super new it's a trade under the ticker g-a-m-b um basically they do comparisons and reviews of gambling websites super low market cap with 300 mil all right uh they just made an acquisition of rotowire which is one of the biggest fantasy sport websites yeah, yeah, yeah. i love rotowire yeah so everybody uses it yeah. all the time this company just ipo'd uh, they've been relatively flat. I like it. Only 300 mil market cap. And one, just two more interesting facts on gambling. The U.S. Supreme Court only revoked the federal ban in 2018. So this is still like a really new sector. Right. Right. So it's something else to look at. And sports betting doubled in 2021. It's it's a very so, rapidly growing. So industry. when you're looking at these stocks, like you, like he's talked about, DraftKings beaten down, you know, some of the others beaten down. But yeah. you look at the growth that's occurring right now, it's... It's insane. Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to note. Um, it's a growing sector, and I think the Super Bowl is going to continue to grow adoption. A lot of new customers are going to flow. And, you know, it's those casual fans that might go to a Super Bowl party, and someone says, hey, you know, download this app. You can throw in 20 bucks, and then that's the onboard into the the, the ecosystem of a DraftKings or a gambling.com. Because right? we have buddies like that. They're like, oh, like, I don't have the app. What, what app are you using? Yeah. To, and then... Boom, there's another a customer acquisition. Yeah, that's how DraftKings gets 10 million users in one day from all the Super Bowl parties, right? And when the fantasy season ends, I'm kind of sad. Mm. You know, I, I, mm. got, I need my fantasy fix. You know, I was just thinking about the Super Bowl parties, right? So they say 100 million viewers. How do they know how many people are at each Super Bowl party, right? So if every Super Bowl party has an average of five people there, but there's only one screen per party, there's probably more people watching the Super Bowl. than All the, the illegal streams. Yeah, I find it. That 100 million really hard to fathom because I know that football is not <clears throat> a worldwide sport. I mean, football, soccer is, mm. but football isn't. But there's 400 million people that live in the U.S. That sport is massive. They shut down Walmarts for games sometimes mm. just so there's parking available. I can't, I have a hard time believing that a quarter of their population watches. Plus, then you have Canada, you know, another 40 million people. That I think it's there. more. I think it's 150 million. Then you, then you have people in Mexico down there watching. Like, it's everywhere around the world. People yeah. tune in. They have games in Europe now. Like, yeah, how can yeah. those people not be tuning into this massive sporting event? Especially yeah. for the commercials. Under-reporting, I think. For the commercials. Yep. I like <laughs> it. Um, another note on new brands and why it's so important for new brands to come to the forefront in the Super Bowl. Um, so this guy, he's a, he's a marketing expert, and he focuses specifically on Super Bowl marketing, which I found interesting. <laughs> yeah, one, to one day a year. <laughs> he studies it all year, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, this is what he said about it. He said, mainstream perception on riskier businesses and investments like crypto or gambling, when they tie those brands in with the Super Bowl, it gives people the perception of trust, right? right? right. So it's like, wow, this brand has has enough money to advertise during the Super Bowl. 
they're now associating that brand with the NFL, a very trustworthy brand, and the Super Bowl. So for crypto companies and lesser-known brands, not even just advertising the Super Bowl, just being associated with the NFL at all, I think it builds a lot of trust, which brings me to my next one, which is Sombra Network. Right. Right? So here's a company, Microcap Crypto Gem. They do NFTs for the metaverse, 3D, you know, unique NFTs, and they partner with the NFL and the Super Bowl to do digital NFT tickets that are being distributed to the people who buy Super Bowl, their physical Super Bowl tickets. So anybody who gets a ticket will also receive an NFT. Correct. So you know how people um, save ticket stubs from, you know, I went to a Jimi Hendrix concert in 1968. Here's my stub. Wow, that's so cool, right? The same thing is now going to be happening for big sporting events. And I think that's really cool. Mm. And I've seen these things on the Sombra Network Twitter, and they're really cool. You know, it's like a 3D animated NFT of yeah. your exact ticket right. for that game. And I, th- I could see that becoming a big thing for sure. It's like, oh, I went to the Super Bowl in 2022. Here's my t- my digital ticket stuff. Yeah, cool. You can sell it or trade it for the Super Bowl in 2030. Or, you yeah. know, if you have a favorite team, you want to get, I'm a Patriots fan. You know, if the Patriots win the Super Bowl in five years, Mac Jones... I want to get one of the tickets, the NFT tickets. I think it's a really cool thing. Somber Network, mar- tiny market cap. Three million. We, we talk about them all the time. Three million dollar market cap. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean. I don't know why it's not being advertised a little bit more heavily. I think when people really get a hold of this name, Somber Network, which the ticker SMBR. Yeah. This that, is a crypto. Uh, crypto crypto token. Yeah, yeah, crypto token. This thing could rip. Yeah. So, the, t- the tickets are being sold through Ticketmaster. The NFTs are created by Bonfire NYC, right. which is a partner of Sombra operating within the Sombra network ecosystem. Yep. And Bonfire NYC makes uh, commercials for Subway, Samsung, etc. So big ties. It's, it's it's a sleeping giant in my I think opinion. that's a sleeping giant. 100x crypto gem potential. I like it. It's you know everyone you know gambling stocks, crypto stocks because they're going to be advertising. I think that's one that most people will not but they're they're literally partnered with the NFL and the Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> It's huge. It is huge. It's being slept on. People are sleeping. People are sleeping, man. Yeah. That's why we're here. We no, are here to uncover the sleeping this giants. This is why we do these podcasts. That's mm-hmm. why we, you know, we had the the 100x crypto gems. That's why we had the meta, the undiscovered metaverse yep. gems. Yep. You know, so we're covering all the things that you it is our have not team. heard of. Do you have any other ones? Uh, I'm looking at, it's kind of like, it's crypto, but not crypto. It's Block, for, formerly known as Square. Oh, yeah. Um. You know, they collect, there's, I think there's over a thousand merchants within the stadium itself that day. Everybody's going to be buying food. Everybody's going to be buying beer. Right. You know, uh, jerseys, et cetera. There's going to be a lot of freaking fans at this, at this game. So it's a, peel, it's a point of sale checkout system. And they collect 2.6% on every transaction plus 10, 10 cents. Right. And... This is a company that is transitioning more into the crypto side of things Definitely. as well. Um, so I, I like the fact that they're still sticking with the fiat, but also venturing more into the crypto side of things. And they they have an exclusive partnership with SoFi Stadium. Right. Um, so maybe looking, maybe look towards a, I'm just putting my tinfoil hat on here, maybe some sort of SoFi uh, Square partnership. For sure. Down the road. Uh, and when that news is announced, could be pretty big. I mean, Square has been one of my longest and strongest stock holdings since I started investing. Um, they are basically the leaders in the digital payment space. As you said, you go anywhere, you buy things. People, everyone is using Square. So those little white squares that you tap your card on. Super easy to use, better than a pin pad payment machine. 
And now they're becoming basically a digital bank because people can store their funds on there. They can invest in stocks or crypto via this, the block platform. <laughs> they renamed the company from Square to Block because they're going all in on the blockchain, which we obviously love. Jack Dorsey, founder of Twitter, founder of Square. So many things to love about this company. And I think, yeah, again, just the fact that they're partnered with SoFi in all the stadiums, people are going to be getting brand exposure. I think it's a good time to look at Square. Yeah, and I'm thinking that I, I'm pretty sure Jack Dorsey mentioned that they're going to be having the crypto wallets integrated as well. Uh, maybe some Bitcoin mining. Yeah, Bitcoin so Lightning Network, I think. So there's a lot going on, especially with a stock that's been pretty beaten up. For sure. Um, some other stock, stocks that, Jeez. you know, I was researching. Yeah, Square is way down. Man, way down. I remember when this thing was trading, sorry, just not to cut you off there, but trading at it was trading at previous high of 270 dollars i love that price on square right now it's trading at 108 dollars right now uh gobbling that up market cap of only i mean not only 62 billion dollars but the direction that they are heading this is one that (laughs) dollar cost average into this one i'm gobbling it up yeah, yeah i'm gobbling yeah um other stocks that are going to be advertising during the super bowl that, you know, you can look up these lists of all the companies that are going to be advertising. Some of the ones that I just wanted to mention because I think I like the companies, I like the direction of the chart, and I think they're probably going to come through with some really good ads to give brand exposure. Airbnb, uh, they're probably going to come up with a great ad. Um, Airbnb, I still think, is the future of travel. I think travel is still set to explode as the world moves on from COVID. Sounds like everybody is, right? Like- yeah, it's happening. Uh, Airbnb is the future of travel. It's the future of remote work. I love the company. I use it all the time. And I think their chart is looking at a good good spot. So I would say Airbnb is one to check out. Another one, Coke. Like Coke, I would say Coca-Cola has the best Super Bowl ads out of anyone. They have they, a Coke lot of money and, to burn. Coke and Budweiser, I feel like those are the two ones. They always knock it out of the park. Mm. Budweiser has like the, uh, the Clydesdale horses for the Super Bowl ads. They're always really good. And they, Co- Coke's marketing is just on point. It's uh, Amheuser-Busch. Amheuser-Busch. Yeah. Check out, pull up the Coca-Cola chart. Okay, yeah, am I, okay. Coca-Cola, uh, <laughs> up and to the right. That chart is fucked. Man. It is just straight up forever. It's Look at parabolic. That thing. Man, it's why fucking, are we investing in Coca-Cola? It's parabolic. Wait for the next pullback, because if uh, history repeats itself, these little waves here. Yeah, I think the last pullback was the COVID crash. And we missed out. <laughs> yeah. like obviously, Coca-Cola is not going anywhere. I think, look, they're going to make a really good Super Bowl ad, so I think I'd just bring it up. Um, another one that um, has been making rumors about their upcoming Super Bowl ad and how it's going to be really good is Google. Oh, apparently they've produced like a really long ad, like you were saying, like a one to two minute ad, right? All about Google and YouTube, and plus they just crushed their earnings. So I think just on the t- on the you know it's not really a Super Bowl stock, but they're going to be doing a really good ad, and I think it's worth it to look at them because Google is fucking killing it right now. Yeah, you know, I, I would like. I would- Really, you know, the companies that have money, how much they can actually put into their ads. I'd be really curious to see if Apple brings anything out. Mm, Any? I don't think they'll typically no? Super Bowl ads. I feel like they always have really good ads. That's the thing. I but would love to see. I love the creativity behind their ads. For sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I guess you could also look at a company like Nike. Yep. You know, you look on their jerseys, look on their pants here. Like all the players are wearing Nike. Yeah. So it's also additional exposure for them. For sure. Um, yeah. Their sh- all their cleats are all Nike as well. I think it's most of the most of the jerseys and, and equipment is sponsored by Nike. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I think there's a few names to look at. I think honestly, the main theme of the, of the ads it's going to be crypto. There's going to be so many crypto ads. So Crypto.com, FTX token, Sombra token with the NFTs. The gambling ones are good. 
Um, but what we really wanted to know and what I'm sure everyone wants to know is who you got in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I used to play football at a relatively high level. You know, Here we go. I, I, can't, I, <laughs> I like to... I really think that the... I really think the Rams are going to take this one yeah. by a lot. You, when you look at a football game, you look at the front line, you look at the O-line, D-lineman. Yep. So much of the game is explained in that little region there. <laughs> Cincinnati doesn't have a very good O-line. No, they got a, they allowed, what, 10 sacks to the Titans a couple of weeks ago? The Rams have a ridiculous D-line. I think that game is going to be controlled up front by those guys. Yeah. I don't think Burrow's going to have any time to pass the He's ball. He's going to be running around all day. Burrow's going to have a nightmare. He might get injured. You never yeah. even know. And, and don't great passing attack, great weapons, but I think that they're outmatched and slightly outcoached. This man here, Aaron Donald, five sacks. Yeah. Nah, maybe not. <laughs> and uh, Burrow's also lost, uh, what, Uzma, their tight end. Tight end's down. So they're I'm hurt. saying Rams, 34, Bengals, 17. Okay, yeah, I like that. Cooper yeah. Cup, two touchdowns. Burrow, two picks, 10 sacks. <laughs> There's the Jolly Green Super Bowl forecast. So they're over, the four, They're going to cover the four and a half spread. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah. What's your score prediction? I'm looking at a 38 to 21 okay. uh, ball game. Yep. So 17, still another 17 point spread, but. I like it. Yeah. I like it. You know, obviously we're big stock guys. We're big crypto guys. We're also big sports guys. So if you're in the discord or if you're thinking about joining, we're actually going to be adding a sports channel just to talk about sports and sports picks and gambling thoughts and all that kind of stuff to our discord. So if you're interested in that, check it out. Will be a lot of fun. Hey, make sure you tune into the next episode. And also the Super Bowl because it's going to be a fucking banger.